0: Here's the snap, four man rush, firing downfield and got a man, rock and roll, touchdown Texans.
1: Game day is every day.
2: Yeah, nice ball, nice ball.
1: 5 nights a week, the hits keep on coming. There's
2: a sack. Wow, bringing down
0: the cornerback.
1: Now it's Texans all access.
0: Oh, yeah. Coming to you from the Hyundai Texans Radio Mobile Studio, Mark Vandermeer with you with John Harris. And because it's Thursday night and it's a Thursday night tradition unlike any other in the world ever in history, John McClain, the general from the Houston Chronicle, joins us once again. And gentlemen, good evening, general. Let's start here. As we have the date with the Rams, Sunday at noon. It'll be live right here. Of course, the trade deadline approaches, and the Texans haven't released any information on this yet, but the reports came out about 24 hours plus ago. Mark Ingram to the Saints. Your thoughts on that transaction?
3: I was surprised because he is the leading rusher for a team that runs the ball a lot. I know David Culley really wanted him here. They were together in Baltimore. He talked always about kind of leader mark ingram is but ingram has got to be ecstatic he gets to go back where he started his career with the saints right away he's supposed to get some snaps against the buccaneers in a big nfc south game for both teams so he's gone to a playoff contender i wouldn't say a super bowl contender and i know brandon cooks didn't like the trade but i'm guessing after he thought about it, he's probably happy for his friend at his age to get to go back and have a chance to to go to the playoffs and I'm hoping that this means we're going to get to see Scotty Phillips. I mean, we've seen David Johnson. We've seen Philip Lindsay. I know they they've got issues with Scotty Phillips as a blocker and receiver, but I want to see him get the ball like he did in preseason when he averaged 6.2 yards of carry. All
2: right, John, November seconds coming up very, very quickly. Any updates Anything that uh, you might be thinking about for November 2nd for this team?
3: (laughs) Well, first of all, I've written three times in the last week about John Watson, and the last thing I wrote, which I think was yesterday, from what I understand, they have a framework for a deal with Miami, the only team he's approved under his new trade clause, but they thought they were going to do it last week, owner, Stephen Ross, wants him to resolve the – issues he has with his 22 civil suits and the way to do that would be of course to reach a settlement and i was told by some nfl people that they had heard he doesn't want to do that because he thinks it's an admission of guilt and uh, he could be playing with the dolphins but it's up to him and uh if he doesn't reach agreements with his accusers and, and then the only thing to do would be to go to court and that could be next year. could be two years because if he didn't reach settlement agreements now, why would he do it before the draft? And he wants to go to Miami and Miami wants him. The general manager, Chris Greer, the coach, Brian Flores, the owner, Steven Ross, they want him. But, you know, I don't blame an owner not wanting to have to worry about that. But so the ball's into Sean's court and, um, uh, I'm also interested in what other deals Nick Casario can make. I wrote a column today about the possibilities of guys who could be traded, and because uh, it's the point now where stockpile those picks in 2022 and 2023, because the rebuild is not going to happen in one off season. With last year they had veterans, this year Casario will have a lot of draft choices. They'll have a lot of young players, and then the next year they're going to need extra picks as well
0: well based on some of the things you said it sounds like uh, things could take a while in certain areas but we'll see what happens here general it took me by surprise yesterday to a degree i understand the situation i understand the record i understand building for the future so I get that, and we'll see where it goes from there. Uh, Tell me about John Grenard. He's on a tremendous pace with the sacks. He's got six on the year. What are your thoughts on him and the rest of the D-line?
3: Well, what's so interesting about Grenard is he didn't play in the first two games. You know, he had an injury. So he's had his six sacks in five games. He's had two in the last two games. And I asked today, I asked Lovey Smith about – Teams dictating more attention to him now that he's getting a reputation. And he's just one of the reasons that Grenard has been so good is he's next to Malik Collins. And he talked about how disruptive Collins is, how hard he plays. You know, he has one sack, he had another one taken away that I thought was a – Kyler Murray, who's like five nine, ducked his head. You know, he did everything he could. Collins did to avoid the helmet-to-helmet, which he'd had – in the previous game and so i think it was bad luck and i know the officials have to err on the side of caution but that should have been a sack and the coaches have loved malik collins since he got here remember how they rotated players in training camp they didn't rotate him you know he didn't go to the bench and come off and be part of the rotation he's a starter and they think as long as he's there it's going to be hard to double Grenard now If they dictate all that attention to that side, Lovey said he expects a guy like Jacob Martin to take advantage of it. And so that's going to be fun to watch against the Rams. Now, Matthew Stafford doesn't get sacked seven times. He gets rid of the ball fast. You know, it's looking it up. You know, he's 0-3 against the Texans. He has four touchdown passes, one interception, an 86.5 rating, his best game was in 2012, 31 of 61, 441 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. That was here, and the Texans won it 34-31. And then last year, you know, Deshaun Watson had that fabulous game on Thanksgiving, and Stafford still threw two or 95 yards a touchdown interception. But he's never had a rating against the Texans of at least 90.
2: John, talking about John Grenard got me thinking about something. Who would you say are the th- – I'll just say three to make it uh, – Well, I don't want to say easy, but who are the three foundation pieces for this team heading into 2022? If we were to look ahead, what would be the foundation or who would be the foundation pieces on into the future, do you think?
3: Well, let's look at the most important players on the team. It all starts with the quarterback. And then who protects the quarterback, the left tackle? Who gets after the quarterback, the defensive end, and then the cornerback? You know, they don't have their cornerback. We don't, they think they've got their quarterback. We don't know. Maybe Davis Mills will play at the end of the year after Tyrod Taylor and they can see him for another four or five games. But with Laramie Tunsil, left tackle, especially with what they paid for him, I would say he's solidified. If John Grenard continues to play, I mean, he's not going to end up with 15 Zachs, I don't think. But if he continues to do what he's done close to it, then he's got what it takes as a pass rusher. So they would need – they'd still need the quarterback and they would need the cornerback. Uh, and receivers, you know, I know Brandon Cooks is unhappy now because his buddy's been traded and he's still young. He's still by far their best receiver. It's hard to believe. They only got one wide receiver – who has double figure catches, and that's him with 45. It's kind of like when DeAndre Hopkins was him; he had all the catches, and then after him, way down the list were the other wide receivers and tight ends. So they still need a lot. And One of the good things about Casario's stockpiling draft choices, he'll have a lot of options. Plus, they may spend a little more in free agency next year. They maybe wait till 2023, but uh, I think they still they they need. Still need corners. They got to get a locked down corner.
0: Yeah, how do you think it shakes out at the quarterback position for the rest of the year with Taylor coming back from the hamstring injury and upping his reps at practice?
3: I think Tyrod will start Sunday, and I think some point after, you know, they don't play four games in December anymore. They have like four in December, two in January. So I would expect we'd see Mills come back because they're not finished evaluating him. But you know what's interesting, guys? They still play the 1-6 Dolphins, the 1-5 Jets, 2-5 Seahawks without Russell Wilson, the 1-5 Jaguars, and the 2 49ers. And it's interesting because if they do pull off the trade with Miami, they will get San Francisco's number one pick because I, Miami doesn't have their pick, so they could help make that pick higher if they beat the 49ers in that last road game. So um, I I think we will see Davis Mills again. I think it'll be extensively.
2: John, the Rams come to town on Sunday. Uh, Newsflash, I'm sure that everybody paying attention to The trade market doesn't realize, oh, yeah, the Rams are coming. I know the Cardinals beat them and beat them pretty handily, but J.J. Watt is now out for the season. They just got Chandler Jones back, the Cardinals did. I still think the Cardinals are the best team in the NFC. But from what you've seen from the Rams, how close are they actually to the Cardinals?
3: Well, they got beat at home, and that's tough because then they're going to go to Arizona. And if they were to get swept, then they're going to lose that tiebreaker. I still have a hard time buying into Arizona being the best team. It won't surprise me at all if the Packers don't beat them tonight, even without Devontae Adams. I saw a great stat. They're six and zero without Adams, and they average thirty two points more, about three or four more points without him. You look at those stats, and Rogers' Rogers' stats are better without him. And you wonder, wow, I was stunned by that. So if they win this game tonight at State uh, State Farm Stadium, then uh, I mean, either way, it's going to come down to the Rams or the uh, Cardinals. But right now, after watching what Tom Brady's done. You know, I was I, – I they still seem they're the team to beat. And then the Packers have won six in a row. I thought the NFC would not be as good as the AFC, but the NFC at the top is better.
0: All right, General, the Bengals have the top seed currently in the AFC with a long way to go. Are the Titans the best team in the conference right now?
3: You know, for the Bengals to go to Baltimore – and not win on a – winning there would be shocking. But if they did, maybe it's a last second field goal. Maybe it's a bad call. Maybe it's a turnover return for a touchdown. But to go in there and beat the Ravens by 24 points, are we seeing the dawn of a new era in which the Bengals are going to become a dominant team again? If you look around at these NFL teams, and I wrote about this yesterday, in, in every team that's leading its division except three has quarterbacks drafted in the first round and then the other teams that are win, have winning records have quarterbacks drafted in the first round you know you're lucky on Tom Brady was got a six, Dak Prescott was a four, Derek Carr was a two And but you want a quarterback you're going to have to get him in the first round in all likelihood and uh, and Joe Burrow and Kyler Murray are two great examples of what can happen if quarterback is available. And I don't know if Texans will get the top pick. And maybe a quarterback will come out of nowhere. There's so long to go in the evaluation process that uh, I would hate to see for the Texans to be like 06 in 2014 when there was not a quarterback worth the top pick and they took two pass rushers.
2: This pass rushers ended up okay. They just weren't quarterbacks. You're right about that, yeah. General. It could have been a year where Andrew Luck could have been coming out, but no. Could have been a year Marcus Mariota was coming out too, but he decided not to as well. Speaking of Marcus Mariota, where he played his ball, the Titans, the Titans and Colts. John, I am really intrigued by the Colts. They got Quentin Nelson back last week. They win in a typhoon in San Francisco, and now they take on – The Titans, and I believe the game is in Indianapolis at that point. I feel like the Colts are ready to turn the corner, but Gummit, the Titans are really, really good. What do you think about that Titans-Colts game and how big a matchup that is?
3: Colts have beaten teams that are 1-6, 1-6, and 2-4. If they beat the Titans, I will start to believe they've turned it around. Carson Wentz has been terrific. Only one interception this year, two touchdown passes, one touchdown rushing. Uh, in San Francisco, in Santa Clara, and so he's he is playing really well. Jonathan Taylor hadn't done much till the Texans came to town. Now he has back-to-back 100-yard games. Titans, what's been the most impressive when they won that game Sunday? Their defense played great against the Chiefs. If Mike Rabel ever gets a defense that plays anywhere near his offense, they're going to be a Super Bowl contender. But right now they seem to be trying to get an identity. They're they're running Derrick Henry a lot, and they're not throwing the ball as successfully as they did with Arthur Smith. Todd Downing was on the staff. He's a coordinator. Maybe if they could keep A.J. Brown and Julio Jones healthy at the same time like they were Sunday – Their offense would be even more prolific. But their defense, that was the, you know, they used to hope it was mediocre best. If that was a sign of what's to come with Tennessee and what they did to Mahomes and the Chiefs, they're going to be a Super Bowl contender.
0: All right, General, let's go here. The Dolphins at the Bills. We know how tough it is to play in Buffalo. To win there for the 1-6 Dolphins could be excruciatingly tough. They lost another one last week, this time to Atlanta, had the late lead, couldn't hold it because Matt Ryan drove the Falcons down the field. They wanted on a field goal. What do you think of this one? And, man, it has to be tough for Tua because he looked a little better last week, four TDs, but the two picks, that was a problem. Your thoughts
3: including one that set up that winning drive. He's had six touchdown passes in the last two games. And um, if they make that trade, I've never heard anything involving Tua Valoa coming to Houston as part of a deal with Miami. Now, if Nick Casario, who scouted him extensively when he was at New England and Brady left and they needed a quarterback, and they went with Cam Newton, but So he got to scout Tua Tungvaluwa. And so if he's not part of this package, to me, that tells me Nick Casario is not high on him being a franchise quarterback and Casario wants to look for that guy in the draft.
2: John, I was just thinking about this. As you mentioned the Dolphins, it got me thinking about Brian Flores and thinking about coaches. Who do you think is the first coach? Well, it wouldn't be the first coach because the first coach actually resigned was John Gruden. Who do you think is the next coach that is unfortunately fired? And at what point do you think that happens?
3: Well, Brian Flores going into his third year, and he was 10-6 and six last year. And they've been the biggest disappointment in the NFL, even bigger than the Chiefs, because I still think when all said and done, Kansas City is going to be competing for the AFC West title. And to me, the, the worst surprise is Miami. The best surprise is Cincinnati. Some people may say the Cardinals. No, they won eight games last year. Everybody had the Bengals uh, picked for last place in the AFC North. But Vic Fangio, the, you, know, you got a new GM there in George Payton. Yeah, he's been in Minnesota for years. You know he has a list of guys that he thought if he ever took a GM job and he'd had opportunities, that he had somebody he wanted to hire. And we know it wasn't Vic Fangio. So they started 3-0, beat up on an easy schedule. Now they've lost four in a row. they got a chance to be 4-4. Four four, but everybody I know in Denver says that, barring a miracle, Vic's not going to be back there. So I would say Vic Fangio, with the new GM, his seat is hotter than Brian Flores.
0: All right, General. I'm not saying Kyle Shanahan's seat should hot. It's funny. I saw Colin Cowherd tweet. I know it's sacrilegious to criticize Shanahan, but and I kind of feel this way, too. Look, I like Kyle. I don't want to come down on him. But the funny thing is, they've had one winning season. It was a heck of a season. They went to the Super Bowl, and here you have Matt Nagy taking all sorts of grief in Chicago. Yet he somehow gets them to the playoffs a couple of times. Doesn't win a playoff game, so that's a big problem. I get it as well. It's I'm not, and again, I get it. I'd rather have Kyle Shanahan as head coach than Nagy, but Shanahan is having some difficulty there. I know they have injuries.
3: You said they had injuries.
2: Yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't know. there
3: he a is a few. You disappeared. Oh,
2: did I drop?
3: Yep, you oh, dropped. I, I got Sorry, it. Sorry, guys. I know I'm what back you, now. I know what you're talking about, right. Shannon. If you look at his record, and they will say, okay, last year they lost more players to injuries than any team in the league, and that's a legitimate reason that they were bad. And uh, but he has been to the Super Bowl. That buys you a lot of goodwill. The owner, Jed York, likes him. They're exciting. They sell out every game. But you're only going to go so long. And when they took Trey Lance and they trade dearly to get him, to me that bought him another couple of years. Because Trey Lance is, you know, I'm I he's not going to – I told everybody if they go to Trey Lance, they're, they're going to finish in last place in the NFC West, and I still believe that. And the Texans can help them do it. And hopefully at the end of the year in the last road game in January – At Levi's Stadium, we're going to see Davis Mills versus Trey Lance.
2: Oh, goodness. Oh, wow. Uh, General, um, what was I going to – I had one for you, and then I just completely –
3: I bet it was the best question you were ever going to ask.
2: You know what, General? Sometimes I have some of my best questions when I talk to you because you bring it out. Oh, I know what it was. Oh, we got to get to the biggest news of the day. We have to get to the biggest news of the day. Facebook decided to change their name to Meta. How do you feel about that?
3: Well, first of all, I'm not on Facebook. Good. For and you, uh, I may have an account on Facebook that the Chronicle set up for me. As long as it's not Meta World Peace, I don't have a problem.
2: <laughs> apparently, it's only got apparently it's only got one T. So uh, I I don't get it. I don't use Facebook. I don't understand, but. I have no idea why why changing a name. I, I don't get it. I don't know if they had to change a name or not. Oh, here's what I was going to ask you, too. The owners' meetings went down this week, and there was a lot of discussion. I think Seth Wickersham wrote an article or two about some of the the inner meetings that the owners had, and a lot had to do with the Stan Kroenke situation. And then, obviously, the other situation was the Washington football team emails and the investigation that went down the email situation or just the Washington football team investigation. Where do you think that's headed? Do you think anything is, is going to happen with Dan Snyder? He's already turned the team's day-to-day operation over to his wife, Tanya. What do you think happens with Dan Snyder, the Washington football team and this investigation that's going on with it?
3: Well, first of all, I don't believe for a second he's turned the team over to his wife, Tanya. They do live together and presumably sleep together so she can talk to him about the team whenever he wants. And so the other thing is Goodell has said they will never release those, those emails. Now Congress is looking into it. Congress, they want to get attention because they know the NFL gives them a lot of attention. Nothing's going to happen on that. What is, what is fascinating is the Stan Kroenke situation. When he agreed to uh, indemnify NFL owners, if there were any judgment against them for him leaving St. Louis early, he would pay for it. And now they're saying that judgment could be over a billion dollars, and he's trying to get out of what he, he's trying to renege on the thing he signed. And as one owner said, we would never have agreed to the deal, to the relocation, if he hadn't agreed to indemnify us because we knew there was a chance this was going to happen. You know, St. Louis was raising all kind of cane in court. And right now, I know Mike Florio thinks St. Louis may get an expansion team out of this, but because of how many billions it's going to cost, and they want to look at books. A judge has said they've got to open their books. Jerry Jones, you think Jerry Jones is going to let them look at the books? Of course he's not. But wouldn't it be interesting if we have – a 33rd team because Stan Kroenke had to have his palace in LA.
2: Well, the Mark Davis has sort of gotten caught in the crosshairs of both situations, John, because obviously the Washington football team email situation, John Gruden resigns. So Mark Davis loses the the leader of his football operation there with John Gruden. But then with this, the Stan Kroenke situation there was apparently a vote that leaned towards the Raiders and the Chargers doing something in either Carson or Englewood. And then that got changed because Crocky said, no, 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 I'll, I'll, if anything comes down, I'll handle it. And so Mark Davis is kind of getting caught in the middle of this. And when he was interviewed the other day, John, I thought it was fascinating listening to his answer uh, on actually on both things. I, I kind of feel bad for him in some sense. He's kind of caught in the middle of all this. Um, I, I, if if st louis ends up with a team that's the other question i would imagine st louis would want a team right
3: they'd have to build a new stadium that costs a lot of money i'll tell you that something that happened at that meeting that made me sleep a lot better last night and that was uh uh dan snyder's wife tanya telling the owners we did not leak those emails uh that got john gruden fired neither did my husband and I know everybody said, oh, okay, so we can put an end to that. <laughs> and uh, I know I felt better.
2: I did. Yeah, I'm with you, General. I heard the same thing. All right, General, what do you have going out in the Chronicle?
3: Well, I just wrote a column about Ty- Tyrod Taylor coming back and playing against the Rams and what it means. And uh, Brooks Kamina's got his usual big story coming Sunday about the mistakes and where they are. And we've got podcasts and we got a we got a story or two on the Astros and playing the Braves in game three of the World Series. Thank you, you, guys, think? as always. What do you think, what do you think of the chances picked here? In, I picked them in seven before, and I'm sticking to my pick in seven.
0: Nice. Thank you, General. John McClain Thank with you us guys. From, the Houston, yeah, from the Houston Chronicle every Thursday night. Now, coming up, Johnny and I play Who's Better. It's a Thursday night tradition as well. We've got quarterbacks. We've got teams. We've got the whole enchilada coming up here on Texans Radio.
1: If you love podcasts and you love the Texans, you'll love our Texans podcast. Now available on iTunes and HoustonTexans.com.
4: Teachers and parents, are you looking for an educational resource to keep your students engaged? The Houston Texans Toro and ConocoPhillips have partnered together to provide Toro's Math Drills. Toro's Math Drills is a free video series that will challenge your students to math topics like fractions, multiplication, division, and place value all while having fun. Sign up today for free at HoustonTexans.com on the kids' school program page and run your students through Toros Math Drills, presented by ConocoPhillips. Go Texans!
5: You know what having fun your way is really like? It's never-ending options and rewards at over 50 destinations nationwide. It's Caesars Rewards. Dine at Hell's Kitchen at Caesars Palace Las Vegas, party the night away at Harrah's New Orleans, or bet big on table games at Horseshoe Bossier City. With Caesars Rewards, you earn benefits for every way you play. Book your trip at Caesars.com and sign up for Caesars Rewards today. Must be 21 or older to gamble. Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.
3: What do you call a group of friends who spend every Sunday huddled around the TV
1: for hours, wearing horns on their heads and blue and red paint on their faces, jumping with a Miller Lite in one hand and a hot barbecue short rib in the other, while proudly chanting, we are Texans. You call it Miller Time in Houston. Here's to the Texans. Here's to the original light
6: beer. It's Miller Time.
1: Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort
6: Worth, Texas. With a playbook full of available premium features and more 2021 IIHS Top Safety Awards than Honda or Nissan brands to date,
1: seven, oh, baby, score.
6: Hyundai is driving victory. Get 0.9% APR for 60 months on the Sonata with new inventory arriving daily. See your local Hyundai dealer, the official car of the Houston Texans for well-qualified buyers only. Offers end 11 1, Call 469-613-0227 for
7: more details. The Houston Texans and Schlumberger are proud to present the Houston Texans Stats Challenge, a program that makes learning math fun for sixth graders using the game of football. Over the past six years, more than 800 teachers and 230,000 students across Texas have been impacted by the Stats Challenge. Help your local sixth grade class be the next to join them. Visit HoustonTexans.com for more details and go Texans!
1: Texans Radio is on the way.
8: Are you missing out on Houston's most exclusive business network? Members of Texans Lux become your network, matching you with your executive peers at any of our exclusive events. With more than 10 off-season events per year, like trips with a team to training camp, VIP draft party, business luncheons, and more, you're provided year-round access to the network that works for you. Find out how you can use Texans Lux to grow your network by visiting HoustonTexansLux.com.
6: Calling all Houston Texans fans. It's time to take it to the house with Ashley Home Store. Enter for a chance to win two tickets to an upcoming Texans home game at NRG Stadium. To enter, simply text TEXANS to 797979 or visit any Houston Ashley Home Store location near you. We have 12 Houston area locations to serve you. Enter today. Only at Ashley Home Store, this is home. Proud partner of the Houston Texans. What does it mean to be the energy behind the Houston Texans? At Reliant, it means powering NRG Stadium and homes of Texans fans across our hometown and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family. And it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official
9: energy provider of the Houston Texans. PUCT number 10007.
6: The
0: fall grill sale is going on now at Texas Star Grill Shop. Upgrade your grilling game with the Traeger Timberline Grill. I did. The Traeger Timberline features advanced technology that makes amazing food with the touch of a button. Let the grill do the work, and you take all the credit. Right now, say Texans at checkout for a special deal, and they'll assemble and deliver your grill for free in the Houston metro area. For the best grills at the best price, go to Texas Star Grill Shop, for Houston locations, or visit TexasStarGrillShop.com.
6: The NFL trade deadline is Tuesday. And the Texans are not letting it pass quietly. Mark Group traded Mark to, Ingram to the Saints. Saints. traded to the Saints. No one is safe. Who could they deal next? We'll break in and tell you Texans trade news as it happens. Insider Access. Exclusive content. Sports Radio 610. The Texans play here. Play here. Play
1: Keep up with the Houston Texans everywhere you go. Download the Texans mobile app.
0: Mark Vandermeer, John Harris with you, Jim Mudd on the board. And it's true. If anything breaks, we'll uh, let you know right here. We're live from the Hyundai Texans Radio Mobile Studio, driving my Sonata from Southwest Freeway Hyundai. Oh, my gosh. So great. Sterling McCall, really great stuff. Anyway. It's a Sonata, by the way. It's just really tremendous. It looks like a James Bond car. I. It's not you just me. It's not... me.
2: You were following me the other day, and or uh, we were, was... you were behind me, and I went, "Whoa, oh. that's a nice
0: ride." Yeah. See, see, that's and nice uh ride. I guess I got busted stalking you. You know, I was trying <laughs> to be incognito, but it didn't no. work, Johnny. No. I was like, "Where did no, Johnny I mean, it's,
2: go?" It's that. uh It's that great car you were driving, man. That was a real. That's, I was like, that's "What it is was. that?" Yeah, it's very nice. Very nice. All right, so
0: let's let's play, and that's at Sterling McCall. Let's play. Who's better? All right, you ready to go, Johnny? Sure. Of course you are. Of course. All right, I'm just. And now, this thing could change week to week, month to month, year to year. Right now, okay. who's better, Johnny? Kyler Murray or Lamar Jackson? Who's better? Oh, oh, Give it to me.
2: God, you're killing me with this. I know. You are killing me with this. Um, boy. I mean these are two of my What's favorite guys you to draft
0: watch. A guy you got you gotta draft a guy for two year you got a two year plan, two year team, uh-huh. you're gonna be a coach for two years, you can draft one of those guys. Who's it gonna be right now?
2: I'm going Kyler. Because I think Kyler throws the ball better and I still think you get some escapism and you can have design run plays with the quarterback. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Kyler, even though you know how I feel about Lamar. I, I mean I I we sat there at draft night fretting him going to Jacksonville. I already said that was too late um, for him to go at number 30. Well, luckily it took Taven Bryant. Can you imagine if we had to face Lamar twice a year in Jacksonville? Oh my God. Uh. Uh, anyhow, thank you, Jaguars. Um, but, I, and man, I the game late, I want the ball in, in Lamar's hands, but Murray is so dynamic. I mean, he you have to account for everything he does, and just the amount of time, the throw that – the throw actually wasn't the big deal. But the way that he evaded pressure and then found Hopkins on the sideline, I, th- I want to say it was before half the other day, was just, I mean, can we slow him down? Like, I'm watching going, uh, clock's ticking. Your call is taking forever. And there's Hop standing on the sidelines. And I'm like, good grief. I mean, Lamar can do that, yeah. but he just doesn't have that kind of pinpoint accuracy. I mean, third and 23, third 24. I don't know if Lamar's throwing that ball into a spot the way that Kyler was able to uh, to get that big throw to A.J. Green the other day. So I'm going to go Kyler, and plus he plays high school ball in Texas, so do I, so I'm going Kyler.
0: I'm going Lamar because I think Lamar is easier to build an offense around, and I feel like the talent around Murray is so extremely great so right now. I mean, it's a oh. Pro Bowl team. Yeah. You know, like, oh, yeah, A.J. Green's on this team too, by the way. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, oh, they just got Zach Ertz. I mean, it's an embarrassment of riches that they have on the offensive side of the ball.
2: That throw, Mark, that throw to Ertz, that, that was, I mean, that ball, that's, it's probably in the air 23 to 25 yards maybe, and it's put in such a perfect spot. I mean, just the touch that Murray throws the ball with. Here's the thing, though. Lamar's showing that touch, too, this year much more so than he had in previous years. Um, much more so. But, man, Kyler, th- that that throw probably stood out even more than the A.J. Green throw. The fact that he just dropped it in the one spot where Ertz didn't have to get overextended to lose his balance and fall down, but such that he could extend out and that kept his momentum going and then he was able to run to the end zone. I mean, that throw was unbelievable. All right, next one. Who's
0: better? Brandon Cooks or anybody else you could possibly name for third best receiver in the history of the franchise, right? So it's obviously Andre Johnson, DeAndre Hopkins, and yep. whoever's number three. Is it Brandon Cooks or anybody else you could put in that slot? Who's better?
2: Well, I mean, David Anderson's got to be three, right? Uh, I mean, <laughs> D.A.'s my guy. So, no. Uh, it's Brandon Cooks, there's no doubt. There, there, there's no, no doubt. there's no question. I, I mean, look, Kevin Walter had a fantastic run for – about three or four years as a really solid number two, maybe not that long. A solid number two to, to Andre. Will Fuller was a solid number two for a while. I just could never stay healthy. Uh, next to DeAndre Hopkins, I think it's I think it's Brandon Cooks. And I don't even know. I mean, those are the only two other guys that come to mind at all. But but Who, if I said pass catcher, oh,
0: Daniel sneak in there no, and take Brandon. that spot. No, Brandon. Okay.
2: I mean, look. Od was right. Od was was excellent. Uh, Brandy Cooks is still three. Cooks three. Okay. I'm. Go, I go. Od four. Fuller five. Walter six. Wow. And Lestar Jean seven.
0: Like,
2: <laughs> I mean, if it was I for preseason, Lester Jean Lest is number one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> with, Listen, with, he it, was. It's unreal. I'm gonna I'm gonna
0: have an all preseason all time yes. team next year. Yes. And have Drew and DP make fun of me because I go <laughs> nuts for the preseason <laughs> all time Jackson's preseason team. Yeah.
2: And oh, Scotty Phillips Scottie is gonna Phillips. be my I back. Was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> I mean, you could have a two back backfield. He and Sierra Wood. Oh,
0: Sierra Wood. Uh, Jacoby Jones was oh, you know yeah. he became a solid player for this team and yeah. you know, better in Baltimore obviously but. In the his first preseason, I believe they were selling his jersey in the store by week four. It was like <laughs> this guy's going to be unbelievable. Who's I mean, just based who's on your, preseason? Who's your who's your
2: who's your quarterback?
0: Oh, my all-time preseason quarterback. It has to be Sage Rosenfels. I think yes. Yeah, Why do you have another right. one? No, that's probably right. Yeah.
9: That's probably that's right. It.
0: All right. Yeah, so, who's better? Let's Yeah, let's continue here. Better chance to get to the Super Bowl. They play tonight, Green Bay or Arizona. Better chance to get to the Super Bowl. So, obviously tonight could have a big hand in it, especially if Arizona wins cuz that means two losses for Green Bay right now and Arizona would have zero and on its track for home field. But, you know, it's a long year. We got most of it to go. So, what do you think? Better chance to get to the Super Bowl, Green Bay or Arizona? If
2: you asked me this on the bus on Sunday, leaving Glendale, I would have said, Cardinals, no question. Absolutely no doubt. I watched J.J. walk. I mean, I, I just happened to see him. It, where, there, where our buses were parked, we were the closest bus to where the players, the Cardinals, were walking out to their cars. So I saw JJ walking out. and I mean, obviously his shoulder. So you, you don't, you have no, you have really no idea. We knew that he was banged up, um, and we knew there was a hit from Titus Howard that didn't, that that left a mark. And then he dove at Davis Mills' feet, and that's when he really did the rest of the damage. And we saw Hop going out, and uh, Hop's going to play tonight. JJ's not. But my point in all that is, I on the bus, I'm thinking as I see JJ, like, oh my God, they get Chandler Jones back. And they'll get Corey Peters back. That's their size and heft in the middle. They'll get Zach Allen back up front. Oh, my God. They're going to run eight, nine dudes out there on the front, and all of them are going to be fresh. They're going to destroy teams. And then J.J. goes down. And I know it's one guy. Like, I I get it. It's one guy. But now you can't put Chandler and J.J. on the field together. However, Marcus Golden's playing out of his mind. And so that might be just enough. Golden with... With Chandler Jones, that might be just enough. I was leaning Cardinals. Here's the one thing that I, I, it, it, I just don't know how much I want to put on Cliff Kingsbury. Honestly, I mean they've they've cratered. They cratered last year at the end of the year. I mean, remember there was some. They were a hot item. You know, Hop had yep. the Hail Mary catch against Buffalo, and it's oh man, look at the Cardinals. They get to the final game and they lose to the Rams. Don't make the playoffs. End up eight and eight. So, you know, Cliff Kingsbury's never been an ultra-successful win-loss record coach. But I think if he loses with this group, I don't know that he's ever going to win because this group is outstanding. So my point of that is I would go with the Cardinals. Aaron Rodgers, Matt LaFleur are hard to go against. But I think the Cardinals win this tonight. I think the Packers are banged up a receiver. Rodgers will do enough. But I think with Chandler Jones coming back, that offense the Cardinals have, I think it's too tough. I think they win tonight, go to 8-0. Packers are two losses behind them, um, and I think it's going to be tough to catch them at that point. Boy, Kingsbury in the postgame press conference on Sunday looked
0: exhausted, totally depleted. Oh, yeah. I guess the Rona plus coaching plus oh, whatever.
2: I That's saw time. him I saw him walking out afterwards. I, was, I had my bags. I was walking to the bus, and he was walking out in front of me, and so I saw him coming out of the interview room. I, I, absolutely. I thought the same thing. He just looked whipped. So, yep. I, you know, that that's going to be an issue, obviously. But in, in his absence, they had some guys step up and call plays, take on different roles, and I think that's going to end up uh, being good for them down the road. How about this? I just
0: checked this out last week to see if I still had it. I have an old address book. Remember those? An address book with Kingsbury's number in it because I met him at a golf tournament in New Braunfels. We uh-huh. had an affiliate in New Braunfels, and they have a golf tournament every year. And Jason Minnix, who, uh who is on the yeah. radio in San Antonio, yeah. he, uh, he used to organize this. And I met Lance Berkman there and Kingsbury and you know, all these guys who are really uh, you know staples in that part of the state. Uh, it was really cool. But I got his number then because I used to have him on the show, or I had him on the show at least a couple of times back in the early days, in the early o's at Sports Radio 610. All right. One more who's better, Johnny, real quick here. Who's What's better? Astros uniforms. Now, and I know they have different looks now, but the package of uniforms yeah, yeah. they have now, the popsicles or the brick red?
2: What's better? Best Astros uniforms. Go. Ooh, I always liked the brick red. I, there's something really? about the red I, I, I love our battle red i I like the brick red It's really hard to to disagree or look down upon what they have now it's just I, it's simple classic I love it I love the orange. I love the orange mm-hmm. for some reason but those brick red were sweet. I love those I just wish they would have had yeah. the 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 team they have now wearing them because then they would end up being iconic it's like the it's like the rockets. Um, ketchup mustard uniforms, the you know the right. ones they wore during the championship. It's like those so that are they promptly just... changed after yeah. they won championships, and they bed. went to those yeah. pajama looking things, the crazy looking right. rocket. Like that was dumb. They had the yeah. best uniform ever. I hope they go back to it one day. That being said, I just something about the red. I don't, I don't know. I think the teams in red, like it, I, I love the Chiefs uniform. Even before I got with the Texas, I always loved the red. There's something about the red okay. that I really love. So, modern day out in California, I love their red-white. So, I'm going – I am I love our battle red, so I'm going with the uh, Astros red. I think I like
0: what they have now better. All right, so one more segment, real quickie here. Tell me next, who's going to lead this team in rushing among the running backs on the roster now? We start over. Sunday is ground zero. We're going to start over. Who leads the team in rushing from here on out? Give that to me next here on Texans Radio.
1: Texans All Access continues in a moment.
4: Hi, I'm Sandy Johnson, the CEO of Barrios Technology, and one of the original founders of the company. Our first contract was to support the space shuttle program, and we're just now getting into the commercial space industry as well. We started our relationship with Amogee Bank 10 years ago. They have dug in and gotten to understand our business. I trust them, they trust us, and they're confident in us and our ability to grow the business. That's my family, my business, and my bank.
5: Amegy Bank, Zions Bank Corporation, and a member FDIC, official business bank of the Houston Texans.
9: Sometimes in business, the unexpected comes calling. From rent increases to increased orders to, I'm going to say it, unprecedented times. But don't bounce back. Bounce forward with Comcast Business. Bounce forward fast with internet speeds up to a gig. With the flexibility to update your bandwidth in just a few clicks. And with security solutions that help keep your connected devices protected. Be fast. Be flexible. Be ready for what's next. And bounce forward with Comcast Business. Help your business to bounce forward with this amazing offer. Get a powerful and reliable internet and voice solution from Comcast Business. Starting at $64.90 a month for 12 months with a two-year agreement. Call 1-800-501-6000 or go to comcastbusiness.com today to find out more. Restrictions apply. New customers only with 35 megabits per second service and one voice line. Early termination fee applies. Equipment, installation, taxes and fees extra and subject to change. Call for details. The Houston Texans
4: and Kroger are proud to introduce the inaugural Texans service pup, Kirby. <coughs> Over the next year, Kirby, the Texans pup, will be trained by a volunteer from America's Vet Dogs to become a service dog in his forever home for a deserving veteran or first responder in need. Follow Kirby's journey to become a service dog, making a positive impact on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Texans Pup. <coughs>
7: Two is better than one.
1: How many times have you heard that one? More than once, I bet, because it just adds up. For example, there are two, not one, great reasons to fill up with Chevron with Tecron. Number one, unbeatable cleaning power. And number two, or maybe this should be number one, unbeatable mileage. Plus, Chevron puts Tecron in every grade, every gallon of their gasoline. So that's two, no wait, three unbeatable reasons to go with the one and only Chevron with Tecron. Care for your car.
3: He's
0: in! Touchdown, Houston!
6: This is Texans Radio, and we're back with breaking news: the new Coke Zero Sugar might be the
4: best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. With an improved taste and zero calories, the new Coke Zero Sugar is a must try for any Coke fan. So make sure, you...
1: Jim,
4: <laughs> Jim, we're
5: on the air. Ooh, yes! This tastes like the best Coke
6: ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen?
4: Well, can I have a sip?
6: <laughs> Jen,
5: we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first.
6: The NFL trade deadline is Tuesday, and the Texans are not letting it pass quietly. Mark, Mark, Mark Ingram traded to the Saints. Traded to the Saints. No one is safe. Who could they deal next? We'll break in and tell you Texans trade news as it happens. Insider Access. Exclusive content. Sports Radio 610. The Texans play here.
5: So, what are you sipping? Whether it's our freshly ground coffee to wake you up or an icy polar pop cup or froster to keep you going, our new sip and save drink subscription at Circle K will keep you refreshed every day. Join Circle K's Sip and Save and grab any size drink every day for just $5.99 a month. Yeah, start sipping and saving today. Just sign up with your mobile number when you check out at Circle K. Limited time offer
7: at participating locations.
8: Honor the brave men and women who serve our country by registering for the Houston Texans Running of the Bulls 5K Run Walk presented by HEB. Included with your registration, you'll get race day swag, cross the finish line on the field of NRG Stadium, enjoy a post-race party with free pizza and beer, plus so much more. All proceeds from your registration will benefit the USO Houston and Houston Texans Foundation. Register at HoustonTexans.com run. Slash run. Slash.
1: Your favorite team is all over social media. Give the Houston Texans a follow on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, or TikTok.
0: Mark Vandermeer and John Harris with you. Okay, Johnny, I really got the preseason all-time quarterback wrong. (laughs) Anybody just tuning in, they're like, why are you guys talking about this? It just came up, okay? We're on a tangent. Stream of consciousness. Give us a break. Uh, Luke Seavers tweets, Tom Savage, of course. Oh, The all-time gosh, yes. greatest preseason quarterback in the history of the franchise who yes. got the all-time greatest preseason win in the history of the franchise, which was the last second win over Denver on the road. We yes. were there for a week, and you get out of there and get on the plane after that. That was awesome for a preseason context. Oh, man, that That's was That's all so I cool. have to say about that.
2: Yeah. He threw Laphart in the I really Hart, end zone. I mean, that was really that was fun.
0: So Griffin with the two point conversion? No, he had the touchdown. And then Griffin had the Lab touchdown and had the
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely Tom Savage. I thought about Case. Case had a Case had a pretty pretty solid twenty thirteen. Um, he did. He did. And especially the no, final Savage. Game. But Savage, yeah. Savage, Savage the always epitome had of the- preseason quarterback.
0: Yes. And practice. He's the greatest practice quarterback ever, too, because he lulls you into thinking, this is going to be really good. You know, in all fairness to Tom, he um – Well, I don't want to say fairness. It just didn't work out for him as a regular season player. What can you say? He had every opportunity. You know, even after Watson – so Savage has the bad first half against Jacksonville. Watson comes in. Savage is back out there again after the injury against the Colts. Hey, go ahead and beat the Colts. Not a very good Colts team. You're at home. Go ahead and beat them. And – Either you're going to be a great backup here or you get a job somewhere else and maybe you can resurrect. Look at Keenum. Keenum was a backup here, got a chance, got another chance, finally got a starting job eventually with Minnesota. He's bounced around a lot, but with Minnesota, he threw the Minnesota Miracle. So there. He did. He played in an NFC Championship game. That's pretty cool. He did. Johnny, who's going to lead the team in rushing if we start right now from zero? All right, so all the numbers are wiped clean. And Scotty Phillips, look, he's been up before but didn't get any carries. He's got to be up again, you would think. So he's in this race, if you will. Everybody's at zero from week eight
2: on. Who leads the team in rushing? I'm going to throw this question back at you. Okay. I think it very easily could be someone not on the roster right now. Do you agree? Oh, do you? I don't know anything. I don't think I don't, so. I don't, I don't know anything. No, I don't think so. I'm just so. saying – at this point, it could be pretty. It could be pretty much, you know. <laughs> I don't want to say. Well, it could be pretty much anybody. Well, yeah, it's gonna be somebody. Um, yeah. I I just I've thought that Scotty Phillips has been the most impressive back from training camp up, you know, through those those weeks of preseason. Of course, you know, he did it with the against the twos and threes. He never faced the number one defense, and so there's all of that. But it's just the juice that he ran with. Um, mm-hmm. and so I, I would like to see Scotty, you know, have an opportunity. Look, I think we're all uh, jaded. It's not the right word. It's the opposite of jaded, but we have that experience of Arian Foster going, Hey, it took us to week, uh, 16 to see what Arian Foster could do. Let's not yep. wait till week 16 this time. Let's, let's put our guy. So we all kind of have that, that shared experience of seeing Arian Foster get an opportunity. And I think we kind of look at Scotty Phillips and go, Hey, man, here's another SEC back. Kind of forgot about maybe it's his time. So let's roll the dice and go with David Johnson. (laughs) After saying all that, listen, Scotty's
0: going to get a shot because they know that it's about the future here. It's about the future. You want to see what you have, just like you want to look at Mills and see what you have there. You want to look at Scotty. Eventually, he's going to get in, and if he's that good, if he's as good as you say – He'll get his chance, and he might lead the team in rushing from here on out. We'll see. We'll see how they handle it. That's going to do it for the show. Thank you, John McClain. Thank you, Jimmy, for producing. Thank you, John, as always, John Harris. Back tomorrow at 6 for Texans All-Access. Coming up, Arizona and Green Bay. Have a great night, everyone. This
1: is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610.
4: What if your preferred hospital could also be your primary care provider? At Houston Methodist, we go beyond hospital care, offering you everything from flu shots to well-woman exams to managing your weight and cholesterol. And our primary care doctors and specialists are connected all across the city. So whatever the need, wherever you live, we can be there for you.
7: Visit HoustonMethodist.org to find the care you need at locations throughout Houston. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. The Houston Texans, Toro, and NOV have partnered with the Sam Houston Area Council of Boy Scouts of America to present Toro Takes the Bull Out of Bullying. Toro Takes the Bull Out of Bullying, presented by NOV, is an educational assembly about preventing bullying. This year, the Texans and NOV have created an anti-bullying patch for students in the Scout Reach program. Scouts who complete Toro's anti-bullying quiz on HoustonTexans.com will receive the patch. The Texans, NOV, and the Boy Scouts are proud to help stop bullying across
9: Houston.
1: Saltgrass Steakhouse is the place for a great steak. Why? Because they only serve the best certified Angus beef. A saltgrass steak is unmatched, unrivaled, and unbeatable when it comes to flavor. Each tender steak is seasoned with a perfect blend of seven spices, grilled over an open flame, and topped with seasoned steak butter. Taste the certified Angus beef difference today at Saltgrass Steakhouse. Lots more to break down, next on Texans Radio.
5: When it comes to buying a home, look to the experts at TDECU. We're made for this market with quick pre-qualifications so you can make a competitive offer fast. We have unique options for you like no money down or up to 103% financing. TDECU Mortgage is here for you. If you
2: can't find the home that's right for you, build it with a great construction loan. You've got this. TDECU Mortgage. We make home happen. Visit tdecu.org
5: for details. Equal housing lender. There's more to the ultimate driving machine than you might think. Multiple forces converging to create something uncontainable. Introducing the ultimate thrill of the bold BMW 4 Series. The ultimate innovation of the iconic 3 Series. And the ultimate peace of mind of the best-in-class 5 Series. BMW, the ultimate driving machine
1: and so much more.
2: Take advantage of exceptional offers today. Visit
1: HoustonBMWDealers.com for details.
4: Don't wait to put an end to junk sleep.
9: Get early access to Mattress Firm's Black Friday sale and wake up a better you. Save up to $500 when you get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchase up to a 4 dollars value. And with our highly trained sleep experts and our low price guarantee, you can rest assured you'll get the perfect bed at the best price. Unjunk your sleep only at Mattress Firm. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. See details at mattressfirm.com.
7: Telemundo Houston is number one for breaking news, weather, entertainment, and sports. Tune in every Sunday night for Houston Texans Primero EDS for complete game highlights.
1: Upcoming game
7: analysis, plus exclusive interviews all season long with Houston's most experienced sports
2: team.
7: Tune in every Sunday night for Houston Texans Telemundo Houston y Domina la Acción, exclusive Spanish home of the Houston Texans. The world's never seen anything like this.
5: But this is Texas, and whenever something seems impossible, that's when Texans start doing impossible things. We've seen it already through your heart and grit and courage. So let's play smart and stay united, and we'll show the world what's possible. Thank you, Houston. Cigna and the Texans proudly stand with you. All Cigna products and services are provided exclusively by or through operating subsidiaries of Cigna Corporation, including Cigna Health and Life Insurance Company or its affiliates.
6: KILT. KILT FM HD 2. Houston. Insider Access. Exclusive content. Sports Radio 610. The Texans play here. An Odyssey Station. KILT. KILT FM HD 2. Houston. Your home for the latest information on The Standoff. Between Deshaun Watson and the Texans. Watson and the Texans.